0: W C B N. Just For
1: fun. If Pandora's box the a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away well, I said If Pandora's box the box of chocolates Would I them anyway Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe that means I have half a mind to stay
2: Happy Chinese New Year almost. It's WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike, and this is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And we've just uh, put some nice big uh, burn marks all over the studio, so it's looking quite lovely. Um, Just, you know, don't don't worry about the smoke coming through your radio. It'll be fine. Um, It's the annual Chinese New Year show, which is one of my favorite shows. Chinese New Year is actually coming up on Sunday, also called the Lunar New Year in in other countries as well. And I am here with Carol Stepanchuk. Hello, Carol. Hi, Gongshi. You Yes, to you too. (laughs) Yes. Carol Stepanchuk is an author and also with U of M Center for Chinese Studies. And Amy C2. Hi, Amy. Hello, Mike. How are you doing? Wonderful. Xin nian hao. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. There you go. And Amy Situ is with the American Association of University Women. Ann Arbor Branch. Ann Arbor Branch. <laughs> yes. Yeah? Ann
1: Arbor Branch. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, you and the three of us have been doing this show for several years now and it's just really fun to get all of all of our pers- all of your perspectives on the Chinese New Year uh, first of all what is the Chinese New year it falls on February 10th this year how about some basic information about the Chinese New Year just
3: well, first I have to say though, it's a, it's a new moon. This is how we know when the Chinese New Year occurs because it's always moving. It's yeah. a movable holiday and it's the second new moon after the winter solstice.
0: Oh. So, uh you guarantee the no moon that day. You cannot see any That's moon. right. It's a dark
3: mm-hmm. dark night. Uh, and yeah. uh the new year is a time of reunion. It's a time of uh Flamboyant color, reds and in golds, all auspicious. Uh, Amy, you want to add a few a few notes here? A few well,
0: you know, in the dead of winter, this is an, a very good excuse to do something, to eat something sweet and nice and sticky. And Slurpee. Slurpee and
3: Squishy. We're going to cover <laughs> all the
0: right.
2: sensations yeah. of Chinese. sensations it, and flavors today of Chinese. Uh, this is, it happens
0: to be the year of the dragon. Uh, no, this is the year of this snake.
2: And snake. people
0: don't snake. seem to like to say snake, so they say little dragon. Oh, oh, really? The, yeah.
2: Year of the Little Dragon.
0: Yeah. Or, or Serpent. Does
3: Serpent do it? No, serpent, it's going to be Little Dragon. A, y- yeah, Xiao I Li. have
0: seen Xiaolong, Rui, uh-huh. So yeah. the Little uh, Dragon is um, presenting the auspices or something, you know.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it also seems to be, since it's going to be such a dark, cold night, might be a good night for setting off a bunch of fireworks. That's, Of that, course. That is often a part of Chinese New Year celebrations, isn't it?
3: Yeah. It, mm-hmm. And to ward off the the evil Nian monster originally, Ooh. right? That yeah. that would hover well. at the end of a street and, and so fireworks Uh-oh. were sent <laughs> oh, okay. to scare them off.
2: Wonderful. And um the Lunar New Year is um celebrated in many countries around the world, but we're gonna look at some Chinese cuisine. In fact, uh If you look closely at your radio, you can also see the Chinese cuisine we're going to be showing you. And if you (laughs) sniff (laughs) your radio, this is a special scratch-and-sniff edition of Pandora's Lunchbox.
0: We can make some noises. We we plan to do that. Okay.
2: So where is this going to begin? What sort of noises are we going to make to start the show?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first noise, uh, the easiest noise, is you can can slurp on the uh, bubble tea. You no, know, that's yes. not really traditional Chinese food. Uh, it's a you know Chinese invent new food all the time. Mm-hmm. It's and, always evolving. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then this is uh, I think we have a, sh- uh, a store in Ann Arbor that specializes in uh, uh, bubble tea, right? But mm-hmm. actually, bubble tea can be ordered in any Chinese restaurant. And this one happens to be ordered from um, uh, the, uh, the the Chinese. Uh, restaurant at the corner of a uh, Packard and uh, Carpenter oh
3: okay Great Lakes? Yes. Yeah. Great Lakes yes Great Lakes Great Lakes yes. yes
0: and you know you can see that at the bottom there's a lot of tapioca balls
2: it and is uh, a nice yellow flavor with a uh, nice uh, tapioca at the bottom what's what's the flavor of this
0: uh probably mango or orange juice or something. I don't know. <laughs> I,
2: I didn't slurp it it's for you. But it's a it's sweet.
3: Right. It's yeah. a sweet and so we were talking about the different the different flavors that that are typical of Chinese food. It's always a mix and match that you're supposed to uh match hot and spicy with um uh with sweet or um sour and salty with bitter. But we have these these different flavors and different combinations. And um, we're on the sweet right now. Should we take a, a little slurp of sweet? Yeah. And then... Um,
2: a little closer to the mic so mm. we can hear it. There we go. Very nicely done. Mm. What's, what what flavor, flavor do you have? What flavor is that? I think it's tea. Tea. Oh, okay. Like tea a flavor. black tea?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: What? Green tea, green tea okay. with
3: green some tea. milk.
0: And milk is usually not a traditional Chinese ingredient, but you know we're all globalizing oh, ourselves. Right.
3: <laughs> and yeah. and I would slurp all those wonderful little balls of, of yeah tapioca balls. I, I, they they are good. Um,
2: and the the flavors can vary. If you haven't had bubble tea, you ought to try it. All from flavors like mango and orange and. Certain fruits, coconut maybe, Mm -hmm. coconut, but also things like taro root. Oh yeah, right,
3: excellent. And
2: there's a popular melon. Is it? um, I'm not remembering right now. I don't know if it's watermelon, but it's a. I'm drawing a blank, but lots of different interesting flavors. I think I saw a peanut butter flavor. (laughs) Oh, that is. I don't know how traditional that is, but uh, well,
3: peanuts are are used. You know, I want to, and again, another auspicious food because the word for peanut. Also conveys the uh, message to ha- of...
0: To reproduction. Yeah, reproduction. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
3: so it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Every food has a symbolic meaning. I want to go meaning. back
0: to what K- uh, Carol said about mixing. Now, mm-hmm. if you look at a Western recipe, they would, they would say put salt and pepper. But you look at a Chinese recipe, salt and sugar. So it's always mm-hmm. a mixture, a balance. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. I've got to tell
3: you about one dish that I heard about that just it's the Paula Deen of, of Chinese foods here. And it's called um, Tian Shao tian um, sweet white stew. And listen to what this is. Bacon strips stuffed with sweet bean paste and the sweet bean paste we always get in the, you know, moon cakes and dumplings. And it's on a bed of sweet rice. And then you sprinkle that with sugar. And and it's called sweet white stew. Whoa. Doesn't that sound great? Is that something new? Wow.
0: No, no, wow. it's is a it wow. kind of,
3: traditional. Mm-hmm, oh, really? From I think this is from the western parts of
2: of China. Is this hot or cold soup or stew?
3: Uh, uh, sweet white. Probably hot, st- right? Mm, bacon strip stuffed. I well, yeah, probably hot. Probably hot. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But in the western uh, dishes uh, you have the bacon strip wrapped around Prosci- a melon around melon with a yeah. melon yeah. so, so, so we Similar. have Westerners Similar, yeah. have the yeah. same
2: idea of blending yeah different flavors. I would love
3: to try this. I'm ready to do this. <laughs> Let's bacon leave strips. and
2: no we we've got a lot of good stuff to talk about <laughs> this, but we're going to go find some uh what's it called the sweet white stew? Yeah. Sweet white stew.
3: I think a song should be written about that.
2: Yes, I Go out there, write a song about sweet white stew and let WC be a known. We'll play it for sure. <laughs> oh. That's great. Now, I should mention real quickly on a, on a side note, the numbering of the Chinese New Year is interesting. I was looking that up and I guess it's the Chinese New Year, 4711. Oh, Although I've heard a couple of different versions of that. Mm-hmm. There are different interpretations or such.
3: The The... Chinese numerical system mm-hmm. for the calendar year is is um I'm I'm not going to actually talk about the millennium that that have passed but but there is a system of ordering that has to do with the 10 heavenly branches and the actually the, the, the 12 heavenly branches and the 10 celestial So the stem. cycle
0: is 60 years correct yeah
3: combinations of 12 and
0: uh 10 yeah so you know you okay. have different emperors have different range and they ha- they count their years differently you know just uh, in case you know give you an example if an emperor um, Qianlong, mm-hmm. started uh, his first year so you count one year and all the way to the end of his life. and that's really confusing. And so the um, painters and writers when they paint, they use, the combination of the 10.
3: The stems and uh, the uh, branches. It's a sexagenary yeah. so cycle. So you can
0: guess what it is. And also, it's a non-political. It's not political. Mm. Because it has nothing to do with which emperor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. So, for instance, in the Republic of China in Taiwan, they're still counting their uh, 101st year. Since the founding of the Republic of China, oh, okay? okay, but on the mainland, People's Republic of China happens to be more westernized, so they just use twenty thirteen, not counting.
2: Oh, okay. Did you notice
0: that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so that so it depends. It's, it all depends on your perspective, I suppose.
3: Time is that way. Yes, I it think. is. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah.
2: So uh, forty seven eleven, uh, I guess. Is numbered from the reign of the Yellow Emperor. I was
3: going to say that, right?
2: Yes, yeah, who's used- And
3: back, yeah. back then,
0: yes, and counting, and still counting. Well, being Chinese, I have to say that we don't take that seriously. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, it gives you a sense of continuity, yeah, doesn't it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you know, when we were talking about um, how often we've done this, I'm, I'm actually thinking we should, uh, how often you and I have been on the show doing this, mm. we should count by zodiac animals. So I can't remember our first time which zodiac creature it was, mm. but I think we've done this five or six times. So we've gone uh, halfway through a, a cycle. And um, the snake
0: is a sixth, right? Correct. So we may have started on the auspicious,
3: yeah, started with the rat. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, to mention a little bit more about the year of the snake. So the dragon year, our, our year that's coming soon to an end, had a lot of drama, or that's the way dragons are big. The and 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 so you you expect a you know a powerful year. So the the drama of the dragon year has has to be reconciled by the snake. Oh, mm. so um, we uh, and you might expect at the beginning of the year a bit of calamity because it's <laughs> you know we're just we're in the transition. At the end period. of the year, you said. Pardon me.
2: At the end of the year, mm-hmm. so I had a, I had a calamity near the end of the year of the dragon. What happened? Well, um, somebody, uh, a hit-and-run driver hit my car. I was parked, and nobody was in it, but uh, slammed it, and it was parked perpendicular to the street, which isn't really supposed to be. And uh, I guess the soothing part is I managed to get a new car in time for the new year. So (laughs) that's the good side of it. I was born in the year of the dragon. At the end of this year of the dragon, my car got totaled. So that's, calam- oh, that's calamitous, I guess. That,
3: that is, that Does is. Does that qualify?
2: Okay. Yeah. I feel better about it now.
3: <laughs> you're a multiple of,
0: of 12.
3: Uh-huh. If yes. If this was,
0: yes. <laughs> so, well, can I... Al- I oh. Also, people try to have babies in the year of the dragon.
3: My, my daughter's a dragon. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. And Don't. my son is a monkey. These are very popular zodiac <laughs> signs. So and, if you're and,
2: out there and... You're running out of time. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, just saying. Or,
3: or wait a while.
2: Wait a you know. right, wait twelve years. Either way, <laughs> that's,
3: that's right. Um, what else about the snake? Oh, it's also um, uh, deep and mysterious. So the uh, ambiance is kind of a quiet, rustling kind of uh, that. That's how to expect the the ensuing year. Um, uh, it's also associated with wisdom and mysticism. I think it's going to be an interesting year, without a doubt.
2: Wow.
0: So you're talking about the year and not the person who was right. born in the year but of they, the they, snake. But
3: they have those same... Oh, well, I also live with a snake.
0: Oh,
2: oh wow. And,
3: <laughs> and, and I will attest to the snake being uh, kind of a quiet, mystical... No, not mystical, but skeptical. Great skeptics. Snakes mm. are great skeptics. Oh attention
0: to detail? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, focus and discipline? Oh, totally. Well, uh-huh. that's good. Uh-huh. And well, that's very thoughtful. Wise? Mm-hmm. Approach to problems rationally? <laughs> Too rationally. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. But there are uh, there are there's a flip side.
2: You uh-huh. know,
3: stingy
0: Egotistic
3: and conceited? Mm. None of those. <laughs> no,
0: I no. there is no flip side to the snake. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I'm only looking at what I have
2: found. <laughs> now, I have if,
0: no proof. Okay. So
2: what if there was a song called Year of the Snake? Hmm. hmm. I have found a CD by Sufjan Stevens called... Well, it's described as programmatic songs for the animals of the Chinese Zodiac. The actual title is, I believe, Enjoy Your Rabbit. So I'm going to play a segment from this song. It's an instrumental called Year of the Snake. The full song is about seven minutes long, so we'll play an excerpt from this. This is Sufjan Stevens, and you're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, getting ready for the Year of the Snake, the beginning of the Chinese New Year. to Some Sufjan Stevens, and a piece of music called "Year of the Snake" because the Year of the Snake is coming up on W is coming up everywhere actually, but specifically on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. That's what we're listening to. Sufjan Stevens from an album called "Enjoy Your Rabbit." Make sure to do that. It's about 10 minutes to 7. Arbel, will help us to face the music in just a moment. But in the meantime, in our WCBN laboratory, we have some food. I am standing at a safe distance from the food mm. because our engineer has always said to me, no sea cucumber on the equipment. <laughs> so, and we have sea cucumber here. Actual sea cucumber. Now, I was looking at that sea cucumber dish, and the sea <laughs> cucumber looks a lot like noodles to me. Uh, yes, a cut. It was
0: a, uh, cut up. And a sea cucumber, usually you dry, buy it dried, so you have to uh, soak it and before it's uh, hydrated again. And then you cook it. And it's a different kind of texture. But Carol, how would you describe a sea cucumber? Slippery. Slippery. It
2: is a creature, I should mention.
0: <laughs> and then, you, how about the uh, squid?
3: The squid is. uh, Do we want to call that slurpy? I think that's slippery
0: too. But if you have to, if you cook, you have to cook it uh, very skillfully. Otherwise, if it's too, it will be tough. If you overcook it, it's like um, rubber band.
3: That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Very elastic. Yeah. And.
0: We actually
3: have uh, a whole array of dishes to cover what we call the five sensations of Chinese food. Wonderful. Um, there is sticky, which actually our bubble tea kind of fits into. Um, uh, sticky, meaning like glutinous rice, can be sticky and yeah. is used in a lot and of...
0: The tapioca balls, it's very sticky. Right. You know? Love sticky. Lots of sticky, huh?
3: And then, and then we've got stinky. Stinky as in
0: Stinky Tofu. (laughs) Cho dofu.
3: Yeah. It's actually in
2: fact called stinky tofu. That is the name of the dish.
3: And and we're not being figurative,
2: it It really is the name.
3: It is and Oh, it does stink. Uh, this is pungent. bad. Oh my! Oh my! Hey. And this is the Taiwanese show, though.
0: Yes. Uh, uh, okay. I uh, bought frozen, and oh. then I uh, saw it by steaming it, and then fry it. <laughs> yeah. But you know, this is a uh, very sanitized. It's not black looking.
3: No. Uh, it's know.
0: a. It looks like uh, fried
3: taro. It looks beautiful. It's a crisp, square, golden, lovely. <laughs>
0: but it really stinks. <laughs> yeah, I would like to remind oh, you that Chinese are not the only people who like a stinky food. No, think let's go for Think about Limburger okay. cheese. How about mm-hmm. that? And then uh, Norwegians have Gamalos. That also means old cheese. Mm-hmm. That's uh, really
2: stinky Lutefisk, too. Isn't Lutefisk kind of stinky, I think? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's got the delicious lye.
3: <laughs> so yeah. In West Virginia ramps where flies gather when they have the big ramp parties. Oh. Really really stinky.
2: Oh, wow. How would
3: you
0: like to describe jellyfish? It's like noodles.
3: They look Some like slurpy. noodles
2: too. They look slurpy, slurpy. and they look yeah, like Yeah, you noodles. can slurp so, like noodles.
0: Yeah,
3: and there's nothing better than a good dish of slurp. So we're we're doing s- sticky, stinky, slurpy. And then we've got squishy. Are, do we have squishy represented here? No. no. Because that's uh, dumplings, right? A special squishy dumpling. What, do you want to describe that wonderful yes. burst?
0: Now, there is a, a restaurant in Taipei that was rated by the New York Times as the best restaurant in Taiwan. And uh, the idea is the dumpling. It's a hot dumpling you bite into in your mouth, and you are squirted with <gasps> some soup. In your mouth. Doesn't that sound great? So that's
3: that
2: sounds great. That sounds like something you'd get at a state fair, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we have we can talk about the uh, taste, too. Mm-hmm. we have a bitter the bitter here.
3: And, um, okay, so we will now move from our five sensations to our five flavors.
2: On to bitterness here, but and in a bitter. good way.
3: And why don't we talk about that word, cool, bitter, bitter. Cool. Is that the... Is that that's the one? Yes.
0: Should should we taste should yeah, you I put can a little taste web? it? Yeah, you can taste it.
2: They are picking up taste. the food. They are sampling the food. Okay. I would like, they are um, unwrapping like to the describe
0: food. the bitter melon.
2: The bitter melon looks superficially like a, a cucumber, like an actual plant cucumber, not a sea cucumber, but has mm. is very um, wrinkly. Yeah. It's very wrinkly. And on the inside is a very light green paste. With seeds in it. with seeds mm. in it, and so that's a bitter melon. Is it actually bitter flavored? It yeah. is
3: bitter. That that is bitter. I can. There's like a little um, uh, a little cord of bitterness. Yeah. So it's not uh, too strong. No, no, no. So that's but, bitter. But what should I combine that with? If I've had bitter, should I combine it with salty? Yes. Mm-hmm. Salty. Right. Okay yeah. do we have
0: salty
2: bitter and salty uh, right
0: now it's just the uh, salt and sh- okay
3: oh, but okay. you
0: once you put salt you have to put sugar see that's right <laughs> you have to add
3: sugar that's now what's interesting though is with salty food with Chinese salty food you don't you don't sprinkle salt mm-hmm. which as we've discussed is yeah, a 20th right. century thing anyway yeah. you, you always have these preserved vegetables or a salty kind of mixture fermented mixture whatever that you put in with the with the food but the sugar well in the sugar how does that normally come as well, well from as sugarcane yeah uh, from fruit right
0: right right, right. so it's a uh, beet oh yeah
3: yes. that's that's in the, true
0: in the north is beet in the south is sugarcane mm-hmm. in
2: the north of china versus the south yeah. of china mm-hmm.
0: okay and uh, I would like to go back to the salt. You know, China. You know, the there's a new restaurant called uh, Yibor Yen, and that's uh, located uh, where uh, Emerald City used to be. And uh, the owner is from Zigong. Uh, it's a place in Sichuan. And that place, uh, people have been extracting salt from brine, mm-hmm. from salt wells, six, since 6,000 BC. Wow. Yeah, so the uh, so with salt, people can sell salt, and when they have technology to get salt and brine out of the uh, s- uh, thousands of feet below ground, and they can uh, sell the salt and become rich. And when they're rich, they find ways to eat food.
2: Oh, oh well, there you go. Yeah, cycle. Yeah. Now, I should mention that restaurant is on Washtenaw, and it's near the corner of Golfside. Yes. yes. Mm. And yeah. what is the name of it again?
0: yip Bo yen Yip is from Ypsilanti. Boar is from Ann Arbor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yen means banquet.
3: It sounded oh. Cantonese, actually. yip it's trend. Yeah, it's a,
0: it's a trend. <laughs>
3: uh, Very good. Yeah.
0: So, And, mm-hmm. and their uh, takeout uh, menu has... Uh, how do you describe this, uh, Carol? It's like... Um, Oh, like oil an oil derrick, oil, oil rigs, rigs. but mm-hmm. actually it's a
2: salt well machines. Oh, okay. So the image of uh, what looks like an oil derrick on their menu is actually really a salt extracting salt. equipment. Yes. Wow. <laughs> For br- extracting the brine from the earth. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if they actually have a derrick, uh, a salt brine extractor on the property there, but you can see one. In there. Yeah, now, right. Believe it or not, we're, we're almost done with Pandora's Lunchbox. Time oh, is wow. flying. Food is flying. We had some <laughs> fireworks flying earlier, and the smoke is still settling down. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to mention just quickly before we go that there is a Chinese New Year's celebration at Washtenaw Community College this Saturday from 1 Excellent. to 9 p.m. And you can find out about that at a a c c o m. Dot org. That's a a c c o m org. There will be children's games and crafts, traditional Chinese musical instruments, kung fu demonstration, ribbon dancers, Chinese yo yo stunts, New Year's stories, rhyme skits, videos, performances by the Ann Arbor Traditional Chinese Music Ensemble. All of those things Terrific. you can find out about tickets and all of that at a a c c o m org. This Saturday, Washington Community College from one to nine p.m.
3: Don't miss it. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Lots yeah. of fun. The-
2: especially if you have children. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to add before we go?
3: Bring an appetite wherever you go for the next <laughs> for the next week. Yeah. An abundance uh,
0: of different food. restaurants will have special menus mm-hmm. and then that's time to celebrate. And, you know, in the dead of winter we have snow around, time to eat.
2: Yes, and blow up things. <laughs> I mean fireworks.
3: Oh, always useful. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Well, this has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for a while. Thank you, Amy and Carol, again for coming by. Happy Chinese New Year coming up on Sunday. Thank you very much, Thank Mike. You. It's always Thank you. a pleasure. Thanks. Well, we're going to do a little bit of a slight detour to celebrate the year of the snake. This is actually a tune called Snake Charmer. It's by Badawi from an album called Bedouin Sound Clash. <laughs> goes a little something like this and you're listening to WCBN FM and Arbor keep doing that because Arbor will help us to face the music in just a moment and there will be much more music after that stay tuned and good evening Thank you, Mike. It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 MHz. We begin Face the Music this evening with a recording made in 1929 by Thomas Waller at the piano. Turn on the heat.